Hello, all you lovely souls who revel in embracing life just as I do. This is Nirja Malik and you are welcome into my world of I Embrace. And what do we intend to do here? We delve into the many layers and shades of my life, exploring resilience, positivity, strength, and the inherent fun and laughter that lies deep within each of us. Interludes from my own exciting and adventurous journey, my personal battles and victories that have brought forth innumerable lessons in my life. It is these learnings that I place on a golden platter with utmost humility for your personal consumption. My beloved listeners, another time to connect soul to soul and how wonderful it is for you to share my journey and literally accompany me along the way. An idea just occurred to me right now. Yes, I may have gone through diagnosis 25 years back, but you are traveling with me on that journey. And I know for a fact that your prayers, your blessings, your love is with me. And do you know what I make of it? What I make of it is that if there was any healing left out, undone, 25 years back, I know for a fact that it will be completely done, fulfilled, aligned right now. Just because all of you are there, visiting my space, and wishing me well. God is great. So let's get back to Friday the 13th February 1998 when I was diagnosed. Yes, I will be honest and I will say that it hassled me, it worried me but not because of me. It was because my twins were only seven. So the first thing I told my Reiki masters that I will not be able to attend the Reiki class that I had already enrolled for on the 14th of February 1998. In fact, what I did tell them was that I've been diagnosed and I need this weekend to do all my tests. And this is what was offered to me by my masters. They said, it doesn't matter. You will be doing your tests, but in between there will be some time when you are free. 
that is the time please utilize to come to the class the class will be ongoing but the minute you get there we will start doing group healing too so whenever i found the time in between my various tests blood tests x-rays pet scans ct scans mris the works i actually went to them and they made me sit in the center of a circle on a chair and all of them surrounded me with love and prayers and blessings and healing so imagine on the one side i had the turmoil and the tragic statement that i have only 25% chances of survival and i need to go to america or france because that kind of treatment is not available in india for your information 1998 was when they started stem cell research and the doctors here felt that because i was in the fourth stage that would be the best option for me i wept i wept my dears for three whole days after hearing this not because i was scared of death not because i was scared for anything about or for myself the fact was that my twins were only seven and i worried for their future for their life for their existence who would look after them yes when one sees movies and one sees the mother distraught one still doesn't understand the depth of the tears they were seven i behaved in front of them as if nothing had happened so i was going for my test i was coming back in time for them to come back from school if i could be there for their lunch and going back for my test it was i can assure you a mad <laughs> moment excuse me not moment moments minutes hours but then with the grace of god everything worked out so beautifully i wept for 3 days and then suddenly like a tube light i heard or thought to myself did god come down and tell me that my days are numbered did he say ulti ginti shuru kar your days are numbered you're going to die no this was stated by doctors and doctors are humans not god i wiped my tears and i said to myself i will live for my twins i wiped my tears and you know that shampoo name no more tears i love it that was going to be one of my major self affirming statements no more tears 
and I shifted all the emphasis on my twins and I said I'm going to live for them I'm going to live for my family I'm going to live for my friends and yes I am going to live for myself so on that very positive note on that very spiritual beginning on that very reiki healing i went to bombay the best thing about my doctors there was that they accepted the quality of my results my diagnostic results and did not make me go through the entire process again except for one thing that was not done a brain ct they had taken care of the entire body except that and how did it happen after that very fruitful trip on the plane reading all the cards and tears coursing down my eyes with the love and affection that was surrounding me and the orange aura of divinity when i landed in bombay my parents took me straight to a hospital and straight to an emergency room and there i met my very handsome absolutely gorgeous looking smiling gentle fantastic bedside manners doctor doctor vijay haribakti of course the first few moments were like quite disastrous because he immediately asked the nurse to get an inch tape and i said what and he proceeded to take all kinds of measurements of my left breast and with a sinking heart i thought to myself have i come to a tailor or a doctor a surgeon amidst all this i calmed myself and said well my parents my sister all my family members would not have suggested him had there not been something solid about him so i proceeded to try and get a little bit of faith back into this guy we sat across the table and he promptly said that we will do a lumpectomy now let me explain that a mastectomy is removal of the entire breast and a lumpectomy is the removal of that lump but of course there are various issues surrounding the criteria required for either a lumpectomy or a mastectomy now what did i do i jumped onto the floor i held his hand i was on my knees and with tears in my eyes no i was not proposing to him <laughs> with tears in my eyes i said please do me a mastectomy the doctor was quite shocked and startled actually by my display and demonstration of my deepest fears and feelings he made me rise and in a very matter of fact manner drew a breast and put a lump within it 
Now, the doctors in Chennai had said that they would do a mastectomy. And that had sunk deep into my psyche. So I wanted a mastectomy. You see how the mind works? How it gets influenced? Without logical thought? I'm bringing this to your notice, my beloved listeners, because I have managed to prevent many mastectomies when patients have approached me for my opinion. So he drew this and my lump was not near my chest. It was towards the outer part. And this is what he explained to me in no uncertain terms. He said that the decision or the criteria for doing a lumpectomy is that the lump should be not near the chest. The lump should be towards the outer end and there must be a decent margin all around the lump. If there is a decent margin, then logically a lumpectomy should be done, not a mastectomy. Whereas if it is nearer the chest, then we have no choice than to remove the entire breast. Gradually this information seeped into my head. To date, I thank him for making it so clear to me who knew that I would be using this information later on in my life to help many more like me. So we went ahead with the lumpectomy. Now what is the reason? Why is a lumpectomy better off than a mastectomy? First of all, when patients ask me, the doctors say that it is our choice. Should we do a lumpectomy or should we do a mastectomy? What would we prefer? And this is what I tell them. I said, the doctor would not give you a choice if the lump was near the chest. The fact that the doctor is giving you a choice means that a lumpectomy is possible. So therefore, go for it. Now, the advantages of a lumpectomy is that a smaller portion is removed, it's stitched up, and therefore you have a lesser area of wound and a lesser area to heal. That made a lot of sense to me. And that is what I tell people. It's quicker to heal a smaller area and a wound than it is the entire breast removal and the area that that would entail. So once that settled into my mind, I went ahead for the surgery. All green lights showing. I had a lot of people who supported me. As usual, my room was filled to overflowing and the security had to take special note that any more patients wanting to come up to my floor <laughs> would not be allowed. I loved it. I loved people coming to me. Forget the attention, but I loved the love, the concern, the caring that I could see 
oozing out of their eyes, their hearts, their souls towards me. I reveled in it. And that is what helped me heal. Eternally grateful to all the souls that sent me this love to uplift me from surgeries, from chemotherapies, from radiations and bring me to where I am 25 years later when I was hardly given 25% chances of survival. God is great. So once that was decided, there were a lot of tests of course and when you go in to get yourself readied for a radiation, it's cold. The room is cold and you are the only one. There's no human touch. Everyone is behind a glass looking at you like you were a specimen in a bottle. And through all that time, I must tell you that one thing that kept me going was my job. Om Reem Ramakrishna. They do say, don't share your job. Don't share your mantra. But I tell you that when people ask me, my patients ask me, what did you say when you were so cold, when you were feeling as if you would freeze rather than anything else. And I tell them this. It warms the cockles of their hearts. And they say it. And I feel so good. So that has taken me through all the ups and downs, through the tests, through chemos, through everything. The surgery happened. Once the surgery happened, then the kids wanted me back because my parents said, your husband and your twins are in Chennai. Your entire support system, your parents, your in-laws, your sister, your sisters-in-laws, your friends, they're all in Bombay. So we will send one elderly lady to look after the twins, the seven-year-old twins. You come to Bombay and get your treatment done here. It made a lot of sense. So that's what I did. And guess what? Cell phones were going on great in 98. My kids would speak to me on the phone and they would ask me, where are you? What are you doing? And I'd tell them, oh, Jumu Masi is taking me around to all the best restaurants. And the time that I was in the hospital, I gave them all the names of the restaurants I knew three times a day. <laughs> Finally, when I ran out of names and they said, Ma, where are you eating today? Where did Jugumasi take you? It was lunchtime. My sister was listening into the conversation and I couldn't think of anything. My mind went blank and I just saw BB on the plates. And I said, oh, I'm at this fantastic restaurant called BBH. My sister's eyes popped and she looked at me in shock and she's gesticulating. What are you saying? What are you saying? And you know what BBH stood for? Breach Candy Hospital. Nonetheless, 
the day I was to leave from the hospital, guess where my sister and brother-in-law took me? Straight to Regal Cinema to see a four-hour movie called Titanic. I loved it. That was the beginning of a sign from God to say, baby, see all the movies. <laughs> and you won't believe it. It's like going there, forgetting yourself, living through the lives of others and enjoying it. The sadness, the love, the joy, the drowning, the ships. My dad was in the Indian Navy. I've traveled with him in the foreign merchant Navy ships. And I could identify, as could my sister, with everything that was happening in the waters. It was a beautiful welcome into the world after being in the hospital for a major surgery. And I decided that that's what I'm going to do. And believe it or not, in my treatment, <laughs> the first time I saw 52 movies. Uh, one of the movies I saw during my chemotherapy was Gulam. I rang up Novelty Theatre and I said, I want to see this movie. First day, night show. And the man said, no ma'am, it's all, it's all booked. And I said, Bhaiya ji, kal hamara chemotherapy hai. Aur aap humko picture nahi dekhne de re. Tomorrow's my chemotherapy. And I must see this movie tonight. My niece was sitting with me. She said, Chachi, Chachi, can I come also? So he said, how many people? I said, two, three, four. He said, okay, fine. Come to the theater, come to the manager's room. And you know what I did? We went to the manager's room and I said, I'm Nircha Malik. I spoke to you on the phone. And he looked up at me and before he could shift his glance, I removed my wig and I said, you believe me? This is me. He was quite shattered. But I must tell you that I used my treatment to the utmost. To get pizzas, to go for movies, to get, you know, place at restaurants that were filled up. I made the most of it, let me tell you. That is the fun, the adventure, the excitement, the joie de vivre. The love, the laughter, the fun that I didn't let go for even a minute. Fun and laughter, you say, but you learn a lot. This is what I tell my patients. And listen carefully because this can be used for anything in life. I say the knife, the needle, the radiation, anything that is part of your treatment, the tablets, the excessive water that you have to hydrate yourself with, consider all these as your friends. Welcome them from the very depth of your soul, your heart, 
your body. Isn't it so that if I meet someone today and I've been introduced to you and tomorrow I see you at a mall or a restaurant, my face will light up. So will yours. And we will gravitate towards each other with joy and happiness and a welcoming hug or a glance at least and words well that is how i tell everyone regardless of what they're going through that whatever you're going through greet your treatment and welcome it as a friend because the bottom line is that it is for your own good and wouldn't you want that to happen so welcome these friends because boy these friends have made me live for 25 years and i don't know how much longer with these words till the next time we meet again my beloved ones god bless take care I embrace isn't just about my journey of conquering cancer it's about embracing life in all its entanglement and beauty remember in this journey of life you are never alone and i need to thank you for becoming a part of this inspiring journey thank you for joining me today on i embrace and my heartfelt wishes stay resilient stay positive and most importantly keep embracing life in all its glory <laughs>